Bless the Lord, everybody. Praise the name of Jesus. Will you stand to your feet? Lord, we thank you today for all your goodness and for all your mercies. We welcome our online viewers at this time. If you have a prayer request when we get to our praying session, if you could place your name. You don't have to put the actual diagnosis of whatever it is, but just put a hand up, put an emoji hand, and we'll pray for you. We'll touch and agree with you in prayer in just a few minutes. But right now we're going to get into the word by praising and worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father, we magnify your name. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Come on and clap your hands this morning as we give the Lord what he deserves. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine hair of salvation purchased of god born of his spirit oh i'm washing his blood said i can't stop singing this freedom soul i'm praising my savior Everybody clap those hands. Sing blessed, blessed assurance. Jesus is Jesus mine. Is if you know it, help us sing this morning. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Sing hair of salvation. Purchased of God. Sing born of born of in his blood that oh, I can't stop singing oh, this freedom soul oh, I'm praising my Savior all the day long all the day long. I got a song I got a song and I sing it loud praise is pouring praise is pouring out praise is pouring out and I will dance and I will dance in the freedom now you have brought me out you have brought me out
praise His glory now, and I will dance in Your freedom now. You have brought me out. You have brought me out. You have brought me out. I got a song. I got a song, and I'll sing it loud. You have praise His glory now. Praise His glory now. Praise His glory now. And I will dance. And I will dance in Your freedom now. You have brought me out. You have brought me out. Everybody, put your hands together. Hallelujah, Jesus. We're here to praise and magnify the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Anybody happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Hallelujah, Jesus. Let's keep that energy up. Let's keep that energy up. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. For the Lord our God is worthy of the praise. Let's put our hands together and let us magnify the Lord. Let's bless his name. Let's lift our hands. Let's worship the Lord. I feel God's presence in here. We have a song and we're singing it loud. And our praises are going out. Going out to far across in Hamilton, New Jersey, wherever those who are watching us. We're in prime time. We're in the presence of the Lord. And people are watching us all across this world. Lifting up the name of Jesus. Come on, let's put our hands together one more time. Hallelujah. We're going to... Usher in the presence of God with prayer. Of course, it was admonished by our first lady that you'll put your comments in here. We're going to touch and agree. Anyone want to touch and agree today? Put your hands together. We're going to touch and agree today that Father will touch us. Father, in the name of Jesus, let's lift our hands before him. We give you thanks for our people. We thank you, God, for life. We thank you, God, for this weekend. For God, this is a day of a weekend of remembrance, and we give you thanks for the day at Calvary where you washed us with your blood, with your dying on the cross. Our sins were washed away by the sacrifice you made by becoming man and you put on flesh. And we thank you, God. We will not take that for granted. And we ask of you, God, right now, because you said in your word that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. And those who are dealing with any condition, dealing with any family issues, dealing with financial problems, we extend our faith and believe in God that you have reached down and you have yet helped them even in advance. We believe, God, your report. We agree today that we will lift you up. We will magnify. You will make your presence and make your name known. And we thank you. Right now, and we go forward, we go in Jesus' name. Bless our church, bless our furtherance of what we're doing in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, God. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Let us put our hands together and let us rejoice in the Lord, for he alone is worthy in Jesus' name.
Can somebody worship him this morning? If you truly believe that, can we lift our hands and worship him this morning? We exalt your name, Jesus. We lift you up this morning. Be exalted, oh God. Be exalted, Jesus. Hallelujah. Will you be my life when I cannot see? When I can't take another step, Lord, would you carry me? When I've lost my fight, will you be my strength? Will you set me a table in the presence of my enemies? I shall not want. I shall not want. Well, my soul's got a shepherd in the valley, and I shall not. I shall not want. I shall not want. Because my cup's running over, running over, and I shall not. And I will lift my eyes to where my help comes from. And I won't be afraid of the shadow because I've seen the sun. No, I will not stop when the way gets hard. Because the green only grows in the valley and that's where you are. Sing, I shall not want. I shall not. I shall not want. Who's my soul? Oh, my soul's got a shepherd in the valley, and I shall not want. Say, I shall not. I shall not want. I shall not. I shall not want. Cause my cup's running over. Cause my cup's running over, running over, and I shall not want. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I got everything that I need. Your goodness and your mercy. I got everything that I need. Your goodness and your mercy. Can y'all help me say? I got everything that I need. Your goodness and your mercy. Sing, I got goodness and I got mercy. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. I got goodness. I got goodness, and I got mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. I got goodness. I got goodness, and I got mercy. And I got mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Sing the good shepherd. The good shepherd. Lead me to the world.
come, I will dwell in. I will dwell in. In his house forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Everybody clap your hands and say, Hallelujah. 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 Glory, hallelujah. I got a song to sing. Hallelujah, 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 glory, hallelujah. When this life is over. Gonna live again. Gonna train this cross for a crown. No, this is not the end. When you call my name, I will take my rest. There's a mansion in glory, and you're gonna meet me there. I shall not want. I shall not want. He will wipe every tear from my eyes. I shall not want. I shall not want. I shall not. I'll be home in his presence forever. I shall not want. For the Lord is my shepherd in the valley. For the Lord is my shepherd when I'm lacking. For the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. One. I got everything that I need. Your goodness and your mercy is following. I got everything that I need. Your goodness and your mercy is following me. I got everything that I need. Your goodness, your goodness and your mercy is following me. Got everything that I need. Your goodness, your goodness and your mercy is following me. Got everything that I need. Your goodness, your goodness and your mercy is following me. I got goodness and I got mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got goodness, and I got sins, and I got mercy, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. If you don't have anything else, you know you got your goodness, goodness. you know you got your mercy, and I got mercy, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, whoa, I got goodness. I got goodness, and I got mercy, and I got mercy, hallelujah, hallelujah.
and I've got mercy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. Got everything that I need. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. We bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, 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 glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, one more time, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got everything that I need. Your goodness and your mercy following me. Everything that I need. Your goodness and your mercy following me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. If you can. Amen. Before you seated, amen. Just remain uh, standing. We want to welcome everyone this morning into the house of God. Amen. There is a spirit of worship in this place this morning. And, you know, sometimes we came, uh, you know, we're here with different ad- agendas. You know, but we are so honored to have everyone in the presence of God this morning to praise and to magnify the Lord with us. Our online congregation, we welcome you this morning. And we pray that whatever you're doing, wherever you are, the Spirit of the Lord is moving where you are and with you, with whatever you're doing. Amen. We pray that before the services conclude today, that someone will receive that goodness and that mercy from the Lord. There's a lot of people still need goodness and they need mercies. Amen. But we're serving an awesome God. Amen. Amen. So we greet you all. We thank you all for being here this morning. Amen. Let's just give the Lord another round of applause this morning. Hallelujah. It's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. It's worthy to be praised. Amen. Amen. And everybody say it's offering time. Amen. One more time. It's offering time. Amen. This is another part of the service where you get your blessing. So we actually need to give generously this morning. Don't forget we're still in our reach program. We're in our reach drive. Amen. We're still trying to raise that uh, 1.7 million, but we need... Uh, $500,000, you know, uh, we need it like yesterday. So we're open to see the township, and we're going to see the township this week. So we want, you know, if you have an extra stash away and you want to be a blessing, 
Amen. Now, if you know someone that can be a blessing, amen, amen, direct them to us. Amen. If you want to pay online, you can go to www.myccc.faith. You can go to Cash App, uh, CC, the dollar sign, CCC2711. And you can go to PayPal, the at sign, Christ Center Church. And if you're here and you want to pay and be a blessing electronically, you can see Sister Patrice, amen. We have two ushers center in the middle there this morning. Feel free to bring your tithes and offering unto the Lord this morning as we continue to worship the Lord. Father God, we love you. We thank you for your presence that we feel in this place this morning, oh God. Father God, we ask you, Lord God, that you continue to be with us. We ask you, Lord God, that you continue to sustain us, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, as we're about to receive this morning's offering, Lord God, that you bless every givers. Those who have to give, those who have not, likewise, make a way that they too can be a blessing. We give you all the glory and all the honor as we continue to worship you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
we praise the Lord, church? Can we praise the Lord, church? Amen. We want to usher in the spirit of the Lord once more. Can I, if I can invite everybody to stand to their feet one more time. Can I have one more song before the pre- the preach, the man of God comes. Amen. Amen. Let's worship this morning. This is a house of worship. This is a place of praise. Where every demon tramples. Where we proclaim your name. This is a house of healing. Our hearts are full of faith. You have our full attention. You have the final say. See, come alive, come alive in the name of Jesus. Come alive in the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. We bring everything. To the feet of Jesus, everything in the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. Yeah. Yes, it is. This is a house of miracles. There's resurrection. There's resurrection. Your blood runs through. Your blood runs through our veins. See your kingdom triumphs. Triumphs over. Even the coldest, the coldest grave. Sing, come alive, come alive in the name of Jesus. Come alive in the name of Jesus.
the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. We bring everything to the feet of Jesus. Everything in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's lift our hands to the heavens. He's so worthy to be worshipped. We give him praise and honor this morning. Jesus, you are our everything. There is none else like you, Lord. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We bless your name, Lord. The Lord is good. Your mercy everlasting. There is nothing too hard for him. Whatever you're going through, whatever you need, God has it. God can do exceeding and abundant above whatever we may ask or think. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, what a wonderful presence of the Lord in this place. Praise singers, you are just tremendous this morning. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. I thank God for you. Thank God for you. Amen. Father, bless them. Bless them, Lord God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
Give them strength, Lord God. Oh, give them strength, Lord God. Take them beyond their abilities, Lord God, and let the power of God manifest through them, Lord. Ah, my God. Have your way, have your way, have your way. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Ah. Come on, let's thank him one more time. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. What a way to begin our Memorial Day weekend. What a way to begin. The Lord is in this place. And we're so glad. We're so thankful. We had a wonderful service this morning. And, um, you know, I said God is a topper. He always, you know, just can do more than what you can ever ask or think. And here he comes this morning again, just speaking to our hearts, ministering to us. And we're so grateful. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, it's good to have everybody in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. I haven't seen my good brother, Brother Sam. They've been working him to, to the bone. But he get a little bit of break now at Princeton University, and we thank God for seeing him. Amen. And I'm, and I'm trying to hold myself together before I make my next statement. Holding it together, holding it together, holding it together, holding it together. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to hold it together. I'm trying to hold it, hold it together. Hold on, preacher, hold on. Ah, ah. I need to run the aisle and shout and talk in tongues a little bit. Ah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The body feels just a little bit better. You know, it's like living, it's like being like, you know, you know, in your, you know, you, you know, having your whole body and, and you got like a fingernail just kind of not working right and you just don't feel good and you're like, man, you know, your nail is messed up. Just when your body, when something is not functioning or missing from your body, you're not comfortable. You're not 100%. And guess what? Part of us in this church that wasn't working just right is working right now. It, it's functioning properly right now. Ah, Sister Parker, come here, Sister Parker. Thank you. Thank you so much. We love you, Sister Parker. <laughs> let, let me tell you. Let me tell you this, and I, I got to tell Sister Parker as well. I don't know how many pastors say this, Sister Parker, but I want to say this to everybody that is a part of this church. This is your church as it is my church. Sister Parker, I know D, the man, and he he keep it tight. He don't have no more right in this church than you do. Everybody has to understand that this church is your church. Nobody has more right than you. Everybody's got the same rights in this church. I don't care what you do. I don't care what your title is. We all have the same right in this church because this is the church of the living God. And he called us to it. And we're part of the body. It doesn't matter. We all have the same right. So don't ever let anyone make you think you are less than in this church. Not in this church. Not in this church. Everybody's got the same right. Don't let nobody make you feel any different. Amen. I love you all. And God brought us together for such a time. And you all, when you all are pillars and foundation. I don't know if you know that, Brother Sam, Sister Cheryl. You all are pillars and foundation as well as all of you, everyone else that's here. Because what's going to happen is... As we get into this new building and God is going to add, we don't have a choice with that. It's God's will to reach the world and save the world. And so he's given us a bigger building so we can do that. And so we're getting ready to grow rayon. And so I want you all to remember this day. 
<laughs> I want you all to remember this day that I told you this is your church because others are going to come and you're going to be able to help them get assimilated and know the Lord and, and, and be a part of this church. And there's nothing we can do because God wants this church to grow. But understand, this church is your church. And you were here from the very beginning, the very foundation of this church. You were a part of it. So I want you to know that and always be confident in that. Never, never be not confident to know that this is your church. Somebody say amen. Amen. I, I, I wish I could took Brother D's mask off when he walked in this morning. Y'all can't see, but I know when he starts laughing real hard, the eyes get real tight. Eyes get real tight. <laughs> so I saw through the mask. I said, look at D. Look at D. He's strutting. Like he's, he, he strut like when he played for Syracuse. <laughs> Amen. But I love this church family. Sister Parker, we love you and we miss you and we're glad you're here. Brother Sam, we love you and we miss you and we're glad you're here. And all of you that are here each and every week, we love you and we're glad that we can be together. Amen. Remember, as I tell you all the time, we're going to heaven together. Don't ever forget about that. And so no matter when, you know, we get on each other's nerves sometimes and little things happen, just realize, you know what? But we got to go to, you know, heaven together. It's like living in a house with your family and growing up together. You know, we get on each other's nerves sometimes. You know, some days we don't like each other, I think. And but 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 the deal is when you love someone, you keep going because you love them. And you just keep going. And so we thank God for the body of Christ, the family of God. And we're going to go to heaven together. Amen. Hallelujah. We had a wonderful uh, youth event yesterday. And um, the youth were blessed. Um, Brother DJ Williams ministered to them. And um, the Haskers um, put it together and made it happen. And our young people were blessed. And I'm thankful for that. Because, you know, I said in a video I did the other day that our children are our future. But we must equip them now. We can't say they're our future and neglect them till they become of, a, of age to do what we think they should do. We have to equip them now. We have to get them involved now. We have to be there for them now. So when we say we're, they're our future, we're saying let's get to going and investing in them and equipping them right now. We're not waiting for them to get older. We're doing it right now. So we had a great meeting yesterday, and I thank God for what he did with our young people. Amen. We're doing some great things in Christ in the church, and we're glad what God is doing. Amen. Well, we're going to get right into the word. Amen. I don't want to keep you long. And I know that um, some of you have plans for um, today and tomorrow. Um, Minister Scarlett is ministering in Jersey City at 3.30 this evening. If you don't have anything planned and you'd like to go, please come with us. Um, I'm trying to remember the address. Um, um, we can say it so if you want to go. Um, but we're going to Jersey City. We're going to be there. Um, Brother um, Dante's uh, church is a young church. He's, he's 440 Hoboken Avenue, and that's in Jersey City, New Jersey. Nice little drive. But, you know, um, I was telling them this morning that you reap what you sow. And, Brother Sam, we will receive back what we put out. And Brother Leo is starting out. He's a new church, and we want to support him and be a blessing to him. And we want him to know that we're behind him. So whatever we can do, we're going to do. And um, because we, we're not doing it so it can be done back to us, but we do it because that's what is pleasing unto God. But if you do what you want done to you, you do it for others, then you will reap what the Lord will have for you. Exodus chapter 12, verse number 12. Amen. Exodus chapter 12, verse number 12. 
land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord. Throughout your generations, ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. I, I, I thank God for his word, and I appreciate what these portions of scriptures are telling us. And it's talking about um, when the Lord delivered the children of Israel out of bondage and kept them from death while they were in the land of Egypt. And I always like to go over those portions of scriptures because that was the olden days, years, thousands of years ago. But today the same is true in a different way. And so there is a similitude there. There's a typology there that will show us what happened then is still happening today. And I appreciate that in the word of God. But I want to talk to you today on this topic, building memorials, building memorials. Father, we thank you for your word. And for what we feel in this place and for everyone that is here in person, present, and those that are online, Lord, you have been good to us, bringing us together as a family in such a special way that we're able to worship you and praise you, to receive your word, and to move forward in your kingdom and accomplishing and fulfilling your purpose and your will in our lives individually and corporately. We thank you today for what you have done in the morning, the 9 a.m. service, and now all that you have already done in this service. Lord, we don't want to leave here today the same way we ask for your will to be done and for your kingdom to manifest in this place. Bless us today and bless the word of God. Anoint me to speak as your oracle and to be placed in the flow of your spirit to minister. Touch the hearts of the hearers, the ear, and let them hear what the spirit is saying unto them. We pray and ask you these things in Jesus' name. Someone say in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Building memorials. Memorial Day holiday takes place annually on the last Monday in May. As a matter of fact, tomorrow is the last Monday. So tomorrow is Memorial Day. Tomorrow is also my mother's birthday. Tomorrow we... Um, we do the memorial annual Memorial Day service um, with the firemen. So I'll be here tomorrow morning at 830 to do that memorial service with the firemen. It is a dedicated day for honoring U.S. military personnel who have died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. Over 1.3 million Americans has paid the ultimate sacrifice to afford us the freedom we take for granted every day. I want to stop and pause right there to tell you our freedom isn't really free. Somebody paid the price that we have the opportunities that we have. 
So every opportunity that you have, we always say in America that this is the land of opportunities. What makes this country the greatest country in the world, first of all, is because we are established for the purpose of worshiping God. That's the first thing about this country. The second thing is that we give everybody in this country an opportunity to be the best that they can. There is no other place in this world that you have the opportunities like you have in America. So this is the greatest country of the world in the world. But guess what? People had to sacrifice for this to be possible. Somebody say amen. A whole lot of people sacrificed for us to be here today. Brother Henry liked to point out, and he's right by saying, there are places in this world that you cannot freely worship Jesus. You cannot freely read your Bible. There are places in this world you cannot do that. And we have that privilege. We have that opportunity. We have that right. And so we thank God for all of those who have sacrificed, paid the ultimate price for our freedom. This day was originally set aside to honor those who died in the Civil War. And then later on, it was expanded to include all those U.S. citizens who have died in any war defending our great country. It is a holiday for us to simply remember the price that was paid for our freedom. So tomorrow when we do our cookouts, when we take the day off from our job and just chill because we're always running around and we're always busy. Tomorrow when we decide let's just take it easy, let's remember why we have that day to take it easy. There were many that paid the ultimate sacrifice, gave their life that we can have the opportunity, the privilege to have this kind of life. In America, somebody say amen. A memorial helps us keep alive in our heart and mind a memory of something significant that has happened. All throughout the Bible, God ordained that there would be memorials. Somebody say memorials. He has instituted the practice of establishing and having memorials in our life. It is beneficial for us to remember the things that the Lord Jesus has done in our lives. Somebody say amen. In biblical sense, a memorial is a sacrifice, a monument, or an event that brings us into remembrance of something that God has done. The word memorial is in scripture comes from a word that means to prick, to pierce, or to penetrate the memory. The Bible says that the memory of the righteous is a blessing, and it is, and it says of the wicked that his memory perishes from the earth. I want to stop and pause and tell you, when you begin to remember, when you live through and build up memories of the things that God has done for you and in your life, 
when you read the word of God and allow the word of God to stay in your mind, I'm here to tell you it will last forever. The things that we have learned and experienced in our world, when we get older, we, we get Alzheimer's, different sickness set in, and we forget names and we forget things that has happened. But I'm here to tell you when you store up the word of God in your heart, when you allow the word of God to be in your mind and you remember it, when the, you remember the things that God has done for you, I don't care what kind of Alzheimer's come. I don't care what kind of sickness come. I'm here to tell you uh, the memories of what God has done. The memories of the word of God will last forever. It will not escape you. It's important to keep the word of God as a monument, a, a, a memorial in your life because it will remain forever. The things we experience and learn in this life will not always be here. You will not always remember it. You will not always can refer back to it because there are things that slip us. There are things that we forget. Even now, there are things that are sometimes I, I run into folks that I, I've known for a long time, and they say, you remember this? or you And I say, I don't quite remember that. And so we will lose memory of things that has happened in this life. But I'm here to tell you, when you remember the Word of God, when you memorize the Word of God, when you live out what God has intended for you uh, and you begin to build a memorial of it uh, it will never never leave you there's a scripture that says in the bible heaven and earth shall pass away but my word shall not pass away god has given us signs and letting us know uh, that if you will trust him uh, and live for him uh, and let his word stay in your heart uh, and build a memorial for all that god has done uh, you will see that they will last forever and never in your life. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So memorials are to aid man's memory in preserving what he cherishes the most. I'll say that again. Memorials are to aid man's memory in preserving what he cherishes the most. Whether we believe it or not, whether we realize it or not, the things we cherish the most... We have built a memorial. If you lost a loved one that you really love, we have built a memorial. We will never forget that. We talk about that still. I don't care how long it's been. We still talk about those that we have loved because guess what? It was significant to us. It, it mattered most to us. And so we cherish it most. And so we build a memorial. The very first Passover was to be a memorial to the Jewish people forever. It would serve to remind them how God spared their firstborn and how he delivered them from the Egyptian bondage. Every Passover that goes by should be a reminder to the Jewish people that it could have been their firstborn that died in the land of Egypt. Every Passover that goes by should remind the Jewish people of how God delivered them from bondage with a mighty hand. Jesus is the Lamb of God whose blood was shed for the remission of sins for every person who chooses to obey the salvation plan of God to save their soul. They should establish a memorial for what God has done for them. 
If you have been born again, if you've been baptized in Jesus' name, filled with his spirit, oh, you ought to make sure you remember that day when you went down in the water. You ought to remember that day when you repented of your sins. You got to remember that day when God filled you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. You got to remember the day when God delivered you from whatever that situation was. You had to build a memorial for all that God has done for you and not let it go because it will help you as you try to live your life for Christ. Yes, yes, yes. Just as the Jews were commanded to acknowledge, establish, and celebrate their deliverance from bondage and death in Egypt, every born-again believer should acknowledge, establish, and celebrate their salvation experience, deliverance from bondage, death as a memorial. We have to make what God has done for us a memorial. We have to establish. We have to build up. A memorial for what God has done for us. We cannot let what God has done for us be a, oh, hum, oh, by the way, and that's just what it is. As Christians, we must establish memorials for the things the Lord has done for us. If God has done anything for you, establish a memorial and celebrate with a praise, honoring the Lord. Has God done anything for you in this place? Has God done anything for anyone in here today? Can you look back on your life and say, God, you have done some great things for me. Can you look back at your life and say, God, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here today. Can you look back at your life and say, God, I could have been in jail. I was right there. My friends went to jail. I could have went to jail, but you kept me. Can you look back and remember God kept you from jail? Then build a memorial, build a memorial, build a memorial. If God has kept you from dying in your sins, establish a memorial and celebrate with praise. If God has filled you with his spirit, establish a memorial and celebrate with praise. Did he make a way for you when there seemed to have been no way? Well, establish a memorial and celebrate with a praise. Has God kept you in your right mind? And Then establish a memorial and celebrate with praise. Did he heal your body? Then establish a memorial and celebrate with praise. I'm here to tell you this morning that not one of us here today, God hasn't kept us in our right mind. Not one of us here today that God hasn't touched our body. I made mention at our service earlier this morning that guess what? We could have lost our mind. Many people have lost their mind through the pandemic because it really has taken a toll. We have lost so many people. So many relationships has been lost because of death and sickness and ailments. And then how people died without us being by their side. We could be in our, we could, our minds could be messed up right now. But God has kept you in your right mind and you didn't lose your mind because truth be told, the way how things have gone over the past two years we should have lost our minds in many cases and for some of us that have attracted that 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 that, that got covid and made it through we ought to know that it was the goodness of god and it wasn't because you had got good immune system or it wasn't because you got the booster shot or the shot it all it is only because of the goodness of god and god saw fit that it wasn't time for you to leave this place yet so we ought to thank god we ought to establish memorials we ought to celebrate and say god you kept us in our right mind god you didn't allow us to die when we got COVID. 
God is wanting for us to remember what he has done in our life and establish a memorial and celebrate it. We must establish memorials in our life so when we become weary in our well-doing and feel like quitting, our memorials will remind us of what the Lord has done for us, which gives us an expectation of what the Lord can still do for us. When you build up memorials, you need to stop sometime because what the devil wants you to not do is establish memorials. The devil wants you to worry about your present situation. Oh, but help me, God. But if you will establish a memorial when the devil is trying to make you worry about your present situation, your current situation, you should be able to tell him, devil, you don't understand. The Lord has brought me to this point. I remember when I was sick and down and out and I thought I was going to die. The Lord kept me. Devil, you crazy if you think uh, I'm going to go for your little tricks. I am here because of the goodness of God and I will stand on the word of God. Somebody ought to praise God and celebrate because God has kept us. We need to build memorials and begin to celebrate. We can't take God's goodness for granted. We can't take God's goodness for granted, church. As a matter of fact, I feel like we're losing out sometimes because we're always looking for the next thing. It's almost like we're saying, all right, God, now that you show us you can heal us, what else up your sleeve? All right, God, now that I see that you can give us, keep us in our right mind, what else you got up your sleeve? That, that, that's, that's, that's not how we need to live our life. We need to appreciate what God has done for us. Just like how tomorrow we're honoring the lives of all of those uh, Americans who have paid the ultimate price, sacrificed their life. They put themselves on the front line so this country can be where it is today. We, we want to honor them because of what they've done. Well... Why don't we honor the Lord for what he has done? Remember what I always say about doctors and, and, and those that, are, that, 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 that we honor for, for serving our country, our great country. We honor them and we will always honor them. But they're doing it to, to, to preserve a physical life. But man was made as eternal beings. So when we leave here, then what? And obviously we're going to live eternally longer than we do physically. So when we leave here, then what? So we will honor those that work in the physical to preserve and give us the opportunities that we have. But we better put our best foot forward in establishing and, and making sure we build memorials unto the Lord. Because he's building up something in us and doing for us that will last eternally. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Jesus has been good to us. Uh-huh. Jesus sacrificing his life for our life should be a memorial for us. Have we established a memorial in our life understanding, I will never forget what Jesus has done for me when he went to Calvary. 
Look at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 3. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. It's telling us that if we don't build up what Christ has done for us when he went to Calvary as a memorial, then when we get wearied, we will faint. But if we build up a memorial for what Christ did when he went to Calvary, we will not faint when we, re- when we weary. We will still stay strong and we will still remain in our right mind when we build memorials. When we establish memorials in our life, it produces strong faith. (laughs) When we establish memorials in our life, it encourages others. When we share our testimony of what God has done for us, of before we met Christ, what our life was like, and how he transformed our life, and today how we're living for Christ, when we share that, guess what? We encourage ourselves and we encourage others. When we establish memorials... In our life, it gives us the victory over sin and the devil. We fall to temptation and to sin a whole lot more than we should. And here is why. Because we did not build up memorials. We did not establish memorials in our life. And so we fall to temptation to sin and let the devil get the best of us more often than he should. You see how I said it? I'm not trying to tell you you need to be perfect. I'm not trying to tell you you're not going to make mistakes. I'm not trying to tell you don't mess up. What I'm saying is we're messing up and making mistakes more than we really should because we have not established memorials, the things that God has done in our life. Because a lot of times the reason why we give into temptation is because something is enticing us. Something is, is, is drawing us. Something is working on our desires. And we have to stop at that time and begin to reflect on the memorial we have established and build up for what God has done. Just think about Adam and Eve in the garden. Eve standing by the tree and the devil is trying to entice her to eat of the fruit. She said what she needed to say, but she didn't say it correctly and she didn't ponder it. Obviously, she didn't build a memorial. Because if she had built a memorial, what she would have said to the devil is, devil, let, let me tell you something. Look around. Look around, devil. You know what's around here. You see all these trees? You see all these trees that have fruits coming up on it? I can eat of all of them. This is the only one. What am I, an idiot or something? Where I'm going to sacrifice one for the many? Devil, no, no, get out of here. But the only way you answer and respond to the devil in temptation in that way is when you build memorials. When you build memorials, then you will be able to reflect and begin to respond in the way God will have you to respond. And that's what we're talking about when we're saying we need to establish memorials in our life. Every single thing that the Lord Jesus has done in your life, you need to make it a memorial day. (laughs) You're celebrating and and, and honoring uh, tomorrow those that have given their life. For us, guess what? We need to make sure we don't leave Jesus out. Let's not leave Jesus out. As much as we will, that's why tomorrow is such a great privilege to be with the firemen to do our Memorial Day service is because we're not leaving Jesus out and we're honoring also those who had sacrificed their life. So we're doing it right when we have our Memorial Day service here 
at the fire station, I always look forward to it. And I like to just let the, the firemen know how much we appreciate them. And when I get a chance, I like to let the policemen know how much we appreciate them. Because I can't imagine the, the, the challenges that they face, you know. I remember the times when, you know, things were going a little crazy. And, you know, we were saying how, uh, how much um, our, our policemen have to deal with um, sometimes. And then we, you know, went to the point where we're talking about, um, you know, what some of them are doing. And to be honest with you, I'm always going to look at everything from a godly eye. And I don't know how many times, Brother D, some of us looked and said, you know what? Some of these cops are just panicking right now. Some of these cops, they're they, 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 they afraid. I look at all the angles. I'm not just going to take one angle because I'm not for a side. I'm for Jesus. I hope you all understand as Christians, we all need to be for Jesus, not a side. And the moment we start taking sides, we're going to fight with each other. This is why it's so important to serve the Lord. Because all of us would just say, well, what is Jesus' um, uh, instructions on this? And we always know Jesus, they love. Right? And so I got to love the people that I think, I think is unlovable. And I got to love the people that I think is lovable. That's what our job is as a Christian. So we can't just be loving people who we think, you know, well, they're nice, so I can love them. And then the ones that we don't think are nice, we're like, "Mm mm-mm, can't mess with them. We can't do that as Christians. As Christians, we love everybody. And so we got to realize that people have put their life on the line for us, and we have to make sure we honor them and, and pay proper respect for people sacrificing their life for us. Israel was never to forget she was a people delivered from slavery, exempt from death. Israel was to remember and, and, and yearly make the sacrifices which look back to Egypt and forward to the suffering of the Messiah. The, ori- the origin of our Christian life is the day we were born again of the water of the Spirit. When I saw Cheryl this morning, I remember when I baptized her in Jesus' name. And, it, and it's, what, it's what made me said what I said, Cheryl, that this church is no more than my church than yours. None. I understand God called me to lead and preach. In God's eye, this church is no more mine than it is yours. The same rights I have in this church, you have the same rights. I don't have no more right than you. I just want that to go in and sing into all of us because that's the way God does things. And that, that, that goes for all of us. Those of you online, then this is a part of you, this is your church. We all have the same right. Nobody gets more rights. This is not the world. All of us have the same right in this church. Now, God uses all of us differently, but we all have the same right. Somebody say Amen. <laughs> And so when we become a Christian, we ought to make sure we establish a memorial for what God has done that we are able to become a Christian. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget you got baptized. Sam, don't ever forget you got baptized in the pool in Jesus' name and you didn't tell your family. You only told me. You were like, yeah, I'm doing it, man. I'm ready to go. Don't ever forget that. And don't ever forget D. You got, I just, all of you, Tom, don't ever forget you was in Lambertville. Hey, everybody, don't forget. It's a memorial. God wants you to remember when you got baptized in his name and took on his name. Don't you forget that. Make a memorial and say, God, it's because of your goodness.
able to arrive at that place. Not only must we establish it as a day of memorial, but we must celebrate it and honor the Lord. Not just remember it and establish a memorial, but sometimes you ought to take. Sister Maddie told me this morning, and she said, I was just on my balcony, and I was just, you know, tearing up and just thanking God and worshiping him because I know he has been good to me. And she said to me, she said, I know I need to not be so busy, and I need to make sure I'm doing more for my God and honoring, recognizing what he has done for me. But she said, I was just out there thanking him for being so good to me, for getting me to this point. And I want us all to get to that place where not only have we established a memorial for what God has done, but we need to celebrate and praise God because it really takes root when we begin to praise God for what he has done in our life. I think sometimes we might take for granted what God has done and not realize that it's God. We might think sometimes it could be us. And so I'm going to close with this. What we celebrate, we will continue doing. What we celebrate, we will continue doing. So if we will celebrate memorials, we will continue to build memorials. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So let me close with this. Think about what you believe the Lord has done for you. Did you establish a memorial? I believe some of us has not established a memorial for what the Lord has done for us because we don't believe the Lord has done such a big deal for us. I think we have kind of made it, it's not such a big deal what God has done. And for some of us, we're probably saying, eh, you know, everybody kind of talking about this and talking about that like it's that special. I don't know if it's all that special. Let me show you. Repeat after me. People will be people. That won't change. Look at Exodus chapter 14. I love this. I love this. I, I love this. People will be people. Don't you ever think we're in a different era so people are different? Mm -mm, people will be people. Exodus chapter 14, verse 11. Watch this. And they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptian? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. You understand that, what that's saying? So let me give it to you both ways. They were saying, I would rather just stay in Egypt and let them whip us and let us keep on building these, these, these buildings for them and let us just keep on doing what they want us to do and let them control us and do whatever they want. I'd rather just stay in Egypt and let them be Lord over us than for you, God, to deliver us. That's, that's the scripture. You, you probably want to write it down, highlight it, and keep going back to that scripture. People will be people. And so because I know people will be people, I know there are Christians that are saying, yeah, I heard the preacher preach about repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, being filled with the Holy Ghost. It ain't all that it was chalked up to be. Because as a matter of fact, I felt like my life was pretty good until I started going to church. Then it started getting messed up. I don't have to, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you that's how some of you have probably thought. 
my life has been pretty good. And the moment I started going to church, now can I tell you a little secret about that? Now here's a little secret about that. You got to realize, misery love company. Satan know where he's going. And he wants everybody he can take with him to come with him. So guess what he does? He makes your life as good as you think. He, he manipulates your mind and makes you think when you're not saved that all is good. You're not having any problems. Life is just wonderful. And you're not struggling. And everything is good. But when you go to church, you got to struggle. Well, I got to tell you this. It's up to you. You are going to become his enemy when you start living for God. This is why you have some challenges. Because you become his enemy. But as long as you're not his enemy, he's not fighting with you. So you have a choice. Have it what you think is easy and not make it to heaven. Or have some challenges, but knowing that almighty God who is sovereign and all powerful will keep you and deliver you. Or have some challenges and make it to heaven. What do you choose today? Some challenges and make it to heaven knowing that there is no challenge that God can bring you through. Or just have easy street, easy life, which is not true either. Not true. But I'll just say it like that just for sake. Because that's what the devil is making people think. Ever since I started going to church, my life has become just crazy. Uh -huh. But I'm, all I'm telling you is there is some truth to that. The devil makes truth and lie so you believe it. The devil makes truth and lie so you believe it. Now, God is pure and he can't mix anything. His truth is truth because he's truth. But the devil will mix it. And as long as it's mixed, it's not truth. As long as it's mixed, it's not truth. So the devil will tell you some stuff to make you start thinking. And it is true that when you started living for God, you started having some challenges. Because the one that's telling you that is the one that started giving you a hard time. <laughs> the one that's telling you that is the one that's, he, he, he is mad, salty, upset, spicy about why you left him and going to live for God. So he's sending all his demons and all his imps to give you a hard time to hopefully you will say just what you have said. Yeah. I might as well just go back doing what I used to do because I can't be going through all that now that I'm in church, man. I can't be dealing with all that. So you go back and the devil just smiles and says, awesome. And then when you go back, the devil even do a couple of nice things to make you say, see, I'm telling you, I don't mess with church. Yeah, he do a couple of nice things. As soon as he gets you back, he do a couple of things to make you say, mm, that's why I ain't mess with church too much. Because most of my problems was when I went to church. The devil wants you to buy into that. There's a scripture saying Moses here. It's in Hebrews, I believe, where it says Moses forsake living as an Egyptian and enjoying the goodness of the Egypt life to go suffer with his people because he looked on his future. If you want to look at the here and now, Oh, yeah, you're going to not be in church. Nah, I ain't got time for church. There's too much problems when I go to church. That's for the here and now. 
but let's look at the future. You won't make that statement. And then you want to hear the good one? If you live long enough to get old, then you start realizing, huh, yeah, that was the devil. <laughs> that was the devil. Because there is nothing like babies, and when you get old, you become so conscious that God is real. I'm telling you, babies, and when you get older, you become very conscious of how God is real. But while you have energy and life is good and you have the power to do what you want, eh, eh. church, everything the Lord does for us is a big deal. And we should establish a memorial and celebrate by honoring the Lord. Let's not downplay anything that God has done for us and let's not believe the lies of Satan. We need to make sure when God has done something in our life, we make it a memorial and we celebrate and honor God for it. We need to write down the things the Lord has done for us and establish a memorial and celebrate them and honor the Lord. Psalms 111 verse 2 says, the works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. Uh huh. His work is honorable and glorious and his righteousness endureth forever. He had made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Everything the Lord does is good. It's wonderful. It's glorious. No need for us to think that because it's not working to fit our appetite and our desire, that is not good. All that the Lord does for us is good. And so I close here. Everything the Lord does in our life is to bring us closer to him. So all that you have experienced that God has done, it's always to bring you closer to him. It's, it's just to get you into a closer relationship with him. That's all the Lord Jesus is doing. He's saying, come closer. Come closer. Get to know me better. And everything that he does in your life, that's all it's about. And that's why we need to build a memorial. Listen, if you are married and you've been married for any kind of time and your relationship is going better and better, you can look back and hopefully remember the times things turned. And a lot of times when things got better was because something bad had happened. And when something bad happens and you work your way through it, it brings you closer. You're not trying to hear me. I'm getting in your business now. Izzy, when I get in the business, they get quiet. But, they know, but you know, I know they know it's true, though. Yeah. That's how we get closer. Things, things are just kind of off, and we work our way through it. And that thing that was kind of off, that kind of had us at odds, when we work our way through it, it brings us closer. That's us and the Lord. That's us and the Lord. Everything that he's doing that you feel sometimes is uncomfortable. Everything that he's doing that sometimes you don't like because it caused your life to now be in topsy-turvy. Everything we don't like because, oh, man, it's just, just another layer of something I need to do. Just thank God for it. 
build a memorial because God is saying when we get through this, you and I will be a whole lot closer. When we get through this, you and I are going to be a whole lot closer. And plus, you're going to establish a memorial so you'll remember all of these steps that you, these stepping stones that made our relationship tighter, that made our relationship better. And that's what the Lord is after. He's after a closer relationship with you and me. And so that's why he wants us to build a memorial so we don't forget about him. And he can say that to us because guess what? He will never forget about us. He can't forget about us, but he's doing everything to help us not to forget about him. Because that's what will make our relationship tight is when we don't forget about him because he will always remember us. Let's stand. (laughs) Building memorials. I've come to tell you today, everything that God has done, build a memorial. Don't just be, let it be like whatever. Everything God has done for you, build a memorial. It will strengthen you. It will, it will, it will strengthen your faith. It will help you to stay strong in God. It, it will help you that when you become weary, you will not give up when you build memorials because you will always be able to go and remember and, and recollect what God has done for you. Tomorrow when God opens your eye to a new day, and everywhere you turn, you're going to hear about Memorial Day. I want you to remember that God has been good to you. I want you to remember that you need to build a memorial for the Lord of everything he has done in your life. Let's make sure as we honor and respect those that have sacrificed their life for our freedom, as we honor and respect them we also make sure that we begin to build up some memorials of what God has done in our life. It's going to help you. I feel this so strongly in my spirit that if we can do what you're hearing me talk about here, you will see that you will be stronger than ever in your faith. You'll be stronger than ever in just being consistent in God and being faithful in God. If you will hear what I'm saying today and begin to do it, begin to sit back and memorize and think about all of what God has done for you and you establish a memorial. Hallelujah. Sister Lillian, you got a request. Talk to me. Okay. We need to pray for your granddaughter. Anything specific? Anything specific? Okay. Okay, good. So, I like, I I just love our God, Dustin. You ready for this? This is going to be a memorial for us. God don't let his word go out and return unto him void. So, I knew something had to happen where God was going to give us Something that we could build a memorial and establish a memorial for him. So you're coming. She's challenged with her speech. God is going to fix it. But you need to build a memorial to remember that God did that. It's just that simple. That's the way God does things. He got to make sure we understand that his word is true. And so here we go. God is so good. Her speech impediment is not for anything but for the glory of God. Yes. It's only for the glory of God. 
Sometimes it's hard for us to accept that sometimes God allows things in our life just so he can help our faith and strengthen us in him. Because we like to look at the part that's just, you know, we don't like. But God is going to do it. Point your hands towards her church. Ah, God, she is so precious. She belongs to you. You brought her forth. You have authority and power over her tongue. Watch this. I remember when you told Moses who made the tongue. Ha, <laughs> ha, Lord, come on, Lord. I remember when you told Moses who made the tongue that you should not speak. And, Lord, you made her tongue that she will speak. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, by the authority of the word of God and the power of the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, that you will loose her tongue and deliver her from every speech impediment, that you will speak, Lord God, with clarity. As a matter of fact, she will speak with eloquence. God, have your way. Touch your Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, Lord, touch her and heal her, Lord God, that the family will make a memorial for what you have done, that the family will establish and build up a memorial for what you have done for your child, Lord God. Have your way, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Let's thank the Lord today and praise the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Church, let's worship the Lord before we go today. Let's worship him and thank him today for his goodness. God has been good to us. Let's establish memorials and let's begin to remember all the goodness of God and all that he's done. Let's begin to worship him today because God has been good to us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, for every family that are here today, will you bless them and strengthen them, Lord God. For every individual that is here today, Lord God, will you lead them by your spirit and let your word become clear to them, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, our online congregation, Lord God, bless them, Lord, and give them what they need to build up and establish a memorial in you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today, Lord, as we go from this place, let your blessings flow freely in our lives, Lord God, and help us to be your witness. Help us to be your witnesses, Lord God. Oh, Father, we thank you. Bless our homes, our relationships, our families, Almighty God. Your will be done, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's thank him today. Let's thank him today. Let's bless the Lord. Come on, clap your hands and love him. Clap your hands and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Too good to not believe because God is great and greatly to be praised. I love your church. God bless you. I don't know if we still have stuff in the store, but go and visit and see. It's all gone. Oh, Lord.
Oh, Lord, y'all going to be in trouble if the, if, the, if, if the 1030 service can't get stuff. I love you. God bless you.